It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Volume. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant. But no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Win or lose, you get an instant dub. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S, Jenkins. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Monday, November 27th, and we've got a whole week's worth of stuff to catch you up on. So excited coming out of the Thanksgiving break to be doing another Jenkins and Jones with Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubbles? I'm Cardi B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. What, 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 what got you going, John? I don't know, man. I, the, the, the transition was funny, bro. Like, <laughs> Got to be doing another Jiggy Jones. It's, it's another Jiggy Jones. Jones. <laughs> right. uh, we're produced, as always, by the lovely and talented Jackson Saffon. What up? And, uh, well, first, before Jackson does the plug, uh, does anyone have any comical yet life-affirming holiday stories to share? Why? What happened? You got one? Go ahead. No, no. it's just, you know, the Monday after Thanksgiving. It's just, I thought maybe someone's, you know, spilled a cranberry, but ended up with a life lesson from their sister about <laughs> oh, the no. meaning of family or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> None of that. Uh, no. My, okay. my, wife's, my, wife's, my wife's grandma celebrated her 85th birthday yesterday, so we turned up for her, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, shouts to her. 85 shouts years to her is a for long show. time, man. That's a blessing. 85 years is a long fucking time. She, she was born into a very different world than exists right now, man. Yeah. That's crazy. It's changed at least 46 times. <laughs> you feel me? My grandpa used to real. really trip off that. That was like his big like preoccupation was like, how could he go back in time and explain the world? He was always Genghis Khan. It was like, 
How could he explain air conditioning to Genghis Khan? Like, how could he explain cars to Genghis Khan? Like, I don't know, man. But it's but it was really like it, it didn't occur to me till sort of before he passed away. It was like, damn, this. But that's he's kind of talking about himself. How can he explain the world to himself as someone who grew up in a project, an Italian project in New Jersey? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Eighty-five. All right, Jackson, we've got a big announcement. Uh, go ahead and, and let the people know about the, the brand new way you can get your Jenkins and Jones content. Jenkins and Jones is officially on YouTube. We have our own YouTube channel, guys. Clap it up. Yay. Clap it up. Yay. Clap it up for us. Yay. We will have we every full it. episode, some, some clips, some YouTube exclusive content. So subscribe. YouTube.com slash at Jenkins and Jones. All spelled out. Full episodes. Yes, gentlemen, let's hear it. YouTube.com. Drum up some excitement. Tell the people to get excited. It's every full episode will be up there. And I do actually hear from a lot of people. I have friends who are like, I love to listen to your little podcast, but I don't listen to podcasts, but I do watch YouTube. Like, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. We we have, uh, you can see uh, uh, John Boy's handsome face. Uh, you can see Tyler's beautiful smile. You know, you could you can watch the faces they make when I'm doing the intro. <laughs> it's a different experience. Right, right. The YouTube right, experience. Right. Welcome to 2006. No, but people been asking. They be like, yo, where can we watch it? You feel me? Now, now you know. You feel me? We yeah. on YouTube. Gentlemen, I shaved my neck for this for oh, our yeah. first Special YouTube. Occasion. I sh- I changed up my weekly shave schedule Bro, just for the, the the new YouTube. The next shave it's so changes important. everything. It's so it's vital, so important, bro. You a dirty nigga when your shit <laughs> when you got the hair on your neck, bro. And you become a bad bitch all of a sudden. That one thing switch <laughs> up your dog, whole you, shit. You a legit be walking around like, why is my face so bloated? Am I putting on weight this why? week? No, bro, just shave your neck. That's bro, ten pounds right you, there. Ten off pounds your face. from your face, nigga. <laughs> right? Ten pounds off your face is crazy, bro. Crazy. Wow. It's so Man. true. You want to lose weight? You know what I'm you saying? Shave like, that motherfucking neck. You ain't got to eat like me. Don't skip the carbs. Shave your neck, dirty ass nigga. That's actually, I mean, that's a real tip, though, for, for fat faced chipmunk cheek individuals like myself. Every time I get a haircut and trim my beard on the same day, I walk around and people are like, Mike, you're losing weight. And I'm like, I absolutely am. Oh, yeah. Through, through willpower and grit. 45 minutes of cardio a day. You know what I mean? Something <laughs> like. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, That's you know, it's minimal. really because it's, it's really because I love my wife so much. You know what I mean? I believe in keeping myself in good shape for her. Right. Right. There it is. All right. Let's talk about some sports. Uh, the Bucks authored the biggest comeback of the NBA season earlier today, uh, which was good, or on Sunday, which was good because it would have been a real awkward look for Dame losing to the Blazers, but they came back from down 26 to beat the Blazers. Uh, I feel like this Bucks team has started already putting it together so much faster than we thought they were going to, but stuff like that, where you can see that they have the gear, uh, we don't really give that much of a fuck about this game. And now we're flipping it. That is like weirdly comforting to me, even though I guess I should be like Republican round ball. You should play hard 48 minutes every game, but I, seeing them flip the switch was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think that is, that's just something that's kind of, um, even emphasizing a bigger point that we're seeing this season with like the in season tournament is that pride means a lot to these dudes, right? Like, like you know for sure that that Dame was in that hole. Like, come on, y'all, we cannot lose this shit. Like, you know, everybody knew that fucking social media and all the commentary was gonna be like, you know, this is the guy your franchise player you traded him away, and, and you guys can't even beat that you know four and eleven team with them, right? Like, they knew that that was just gonna be the noise surrounding this game, and those motherfuckers turned it on, bro. Dame went crazy, Giannis went crazy. Like I said, it's just. It's it's just showing us that that like, yeah, you know, sometimes they don't give a fuck about, you know, some game in February in Charlotte. But when it comes to like the shit that matters, like bragging right shit, like we're seeing with it, like we saw with that game and with like the in-season tournament, pride matters to these dudes, bro. I mean, how, who, who, who really turned up? You know, I was doing I was on daddy duty, so I didn't get to watch the game. Who really teed up? Was it Dame that really locked in? Giannis had some crucial shit late in the fourth. Like he was the one who had the the the, the bucket to tie he, it he and had, shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Dame. Dame. I thought was kind of. He was kind of pressing. I think he was like thirty percent from the field or something. Oh, he was. Str- he, I mean, yeah, he, he was trying to prove. He, yeah, sti- yeah. he still had numbers, but he was for sure. I think he was. Let me. See, I got the stats right here. He was seven to twenty-one. He had thirty-one. Ooh, you know what I mean? But he was, yeah, you yeah. know he used to have them type lines, bro? Allen Iverson. I love my man. 
<laughs> but he had he was a big seven for twenty five ass nigga, man. He won MVP on like forty two percent shooting, bro. He won it, and, and bro, he earned that shit. Like, yeah, we saw the roster. We saw that Eric bro. Snow was his number two dog. <laughs> no, his number two was was Aaron McKee. Nigga forgot. Yeah. Nigga forgot. Yeah, he, he was a six man. Yeah. Aaron McKee was six man. I thought he, he was, was six man. He won six man of the year. He won six man. He won six man of the year that year. That year, uh, AI won MVP. Snow. Fucking Dikembe won Defensive Player of the Year. Larry Brown won Culture of the Year, and McKee won six man of the year. Dikembe was one knee anyway. We yeah. uh, we also saw and they got forty and twenty put on his head the first game against Shaq. God damn, Shaq was different though. What what was Dikembe supposed to do with Shaq though? At Not that a point? goddamn thing. You know, that wasn't that wasn't the Dikembe. Yeah, bro, there's a clip of Shaq backing McTumble down, and he literally, I'm not exaggerating, knocks that man off his feet up in the air, backing yep, him down. Yep. Go YouTube that shit. Like, bro, Shaq was different, man. Yeah, he put an all-time player in missionary position, like <laughs> mid-play. <laughs> Four-time <laughs> defensive player of the year, dog. Like, Matumbo was no slouch. Knees man. up by his ears. Like. <laughs> Revving up on his ass, you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Cashing him out from the back, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Madison Square Garden continues to play host to uh, historic moments for other uh, teams and players, but uh, Devin Booker hit a game-winning game winning three-pointer, um, and, you know, that was exciting, great game, but I loved the clip of they cut away from it on TV so you couldn't see it, but someone who was sitting, uh, sitting front row on the baseline uploaded video of Kevin Durant's celebration going down the front row of the baseline, just high-fiving. I'm sure he's high-fiving Knicks fans, but he was just so fired up. You could just see how much he loves being on Devin Booker's team. Um, and I, I don't know. It was, it was just one of those cool moments for me where like the big global brand of the NBA gets shrunk into an actual like basketball game like we've all played it. You know what I mean? It was just a beautiful moment, I thought. Yeah, uh, KD is... is is a basketball nerd in like the truest sense, right? Like it's nothing to see that dude just tweet out like, yo, y'all need to tune into ESPN two. This kid in NC state is going crazy right now. Like he loves basketball. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, so, you know, seeing him fanboy out like that, you know, that, that was, that was something that was beautiful in that. Like, like I said, I just love how much KD loves basketball. Yeah. Whether it's college WNBA, he's always watching. hoops. You know what I mean? Like he's the, He's a bigger basketball fan than basketball fans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just loves beautiful basketball. You feel me? So, yeah, man. I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but it's fire as fuck to see KD, who we said was like, it's not his team. You know, he's not the same anymore. This motherfucker averaging 30, 31 a right. game, 50, 50, 55% from the field. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. wait, we, he made us a lie. <laughs> yeah. Again, you know what I mean? So, like, but yeah, man, it's cool to see somebody of his caliber, like, being such a fucking fan of the game, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back to uh, basketball in a second, but I wanted to talk a little NFL. Uh, first, we'll, we'll start off field. Did you guys see the um, racism bingo card image of the little kid at the Chiefs game wearing a full? I don't know. I don't say little kid to make it like to excuse this, but yeah. to emphasize that it was like probably multiple adults involved in doing this to this kid wearing a full headdress and blackface. Do the football game for the Chiefs Raiders game today. Somebody's applauding him. <laughs> Somebody's like, you know, beautiful. Ten out of ten. You know what I mean? You hit it on love it on all levels, bro. It's crazy, G. That is wild. And you know, I, I like we talked about this before. I feel like the like the parent had to be like, let's roll the kid out and see what happens. You know, maybe if he can get away with it, I could try it next. They're not gonna jump a fucking child, are you're they? Say, you're you saying his dad saying? is soft launching the blackface, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I can get away with it. Yeah, it's crazy, dog. Crazy. No, I just, I just felt like <laughs> it made me think of that uh, Tyler I am tweet. It's actually not racist, and I'll tell you why, my friend. <laughs> we see the white dude in front of the the Cleveland Indians, the indigenous. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fuck, bro. My whole shit is, why was there blackface on you know a Native American? That's what why I was. Why not? Wondering. If you're no, gonna throw no, the headdress on, and, fuck and, it. And, and no, here's my thing: because it should have been red face, right? Like, if, if we're gonna be racist, we got to be accurately racist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but my whole thing is this: like, if you're going out to buy some shit, you know, to to to, to darken your face, 
why did you not buy the red shit in, instead of the black shit? Did you just have some black face material hanging around your crib because you were like so deeply rooted into the racism shit? Like, is this something that you get a lot of usage out of in your crib? Some black face material. That's what I was confused about because if you're going to be racist, like you need to buy the red face shit, but why did you just not buy the red face shit and did you have some black face shit hanging around the crib? That's what I'm wondering, dog. Does red face exist? Yes. <laughs> the, the, I'll tell you why face? my friend okay. uh, picture okay. had to do the red please, face please please you said he, oh, that, he, he was in red face yes yes oh that is, i mean it's just re- it's just it's red face red, paint it's, yeah, you know I know what i mean it, it's, yeah, it's, i know yeah, it's, i know it, yeah. right it's they don't it doesn't say on it like red face for the <laughs> he's not going to amazon i need some red face <laughs> <laughs> i like tyler's idea though it's thanksgiving weekend you know like we're being mindful of making sure we use the leftovers they probably just had a separate blackface setup that they were like yeah well this is gonna go bad on wednesday we haven't used this role since the clan rally in orlando in 2018 it might be bad now let's see might as well throw it to your son yeah up, yeah he's, he's upcycling the uh he's upcycling the racism with his kids you know i like to imagine Crazy. it's one of those things where the kid is like you know how kids sometimes like really want to do stuff that their parents do is the kids like dad is is today the, the day i get to do to do the blackface you know yeah. well you just turned 12 son <laughs> son time to become a man time to become a man go get my shoe polish right crazy man I, I just recently had to explain that like what blackface was with Vincent because he wanted us to be uh, Braun and AD originally for Halloween. And I was like, I can't really do it, dog. Like, I mean, I could wear an AD jersey and do the eyebrow. The most, the most makeup you could put on your face is, yeah, making your give yourself a unibrow. That's the only acceptable makeup alteration you could do in that situation. But even then, like as a white dude, I feel like if I'm going as a black athlete, I, like my white face is like glaringly the absence of blackface. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like if I saw me dressed as Anthony Davis, the first the first thing I'd say I would think is it's a good like let me let me make sure he's not just slightly tanned from coaching baseball you know what i mean (laughs) like i just wouldn't even like enter it into the uh realm of questioning i just imagine you in blackface (laughs) like you hopping on the pod as ad after going (laughs) trick-or-treat what's up guys it's it's podcast time Gordy B here for another <laughs> Daniel and Gordy, <laughs> motherfucking Mike. <laughs> yeah, oh, but there are. But what's crazy? There, people really do burn their whole life down over a Halloween costume. That's why I told Vinny. I said, you know, you want to be best friends uh, who are athletes. Why don't you be Mookie Betts and I? W- <laughs> And I will be Freddie Freeman, who's <laughs> whiter than me and has a distinguished, you know, his uh, distinctive thing is he's got big teeth. Like, <laughs> uh, On Thanksgiving, we had uh, some incredibly bad football games, uh, and we also had probably the funniest 20-second clip I've ever seen of uh, the New York Jets attempting a Hail Mary and it being returned for a pick six. Which is like, if you think about it symbolically, it's like pretty messed up. You know, it's like <gasps> your Hail Mary is your last ditch. Like you're coming to God. Like I don't have anything left. And then it gets returned for a touchdown. That's the only the New York Jets could have that happen. I don't know if I, I, don't, I, I don't think I've ever seen a Hail Mary get returned for a touchdown, bro. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm, that is like the first time I think I've saw that shit in all my years of watching football. Um, but it's just so wild, bro. Like, if you lose the quarterback who you brought in, you know, who you thought was going to save your franchise in the very first series that he plays, and then you are, like, the team that had a Hail Mary return on him, you got to just question shit, dog. Like, <laughs> like y'all motherfuckers might be cursed, man. This football shit might not be for y'all, bro, for real. You are not Why? favored. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see it. Why did the nigga return it? Why didn't he just, like, in the game? He just wanted to, like, drag it was the, his it was nuts? The end, the end of the first half. End of the first oh, half. Okay, 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 okay. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Oof. But also defensive backs, it's like, I, I think a, a Cowboys player just set the record for pick sixes in a season with, like, five or six. Like, they're so rare that even if it was the end of the game, like, you just would. And he really only had to make the quarterback miss. I mean, it, it was really, no one was even particularly in the area of tackling him was what's right. so funny about it. It's probably as much like undisturbed running as you could ever do on an NFL field. <laughs> mid game. 
<laughs> a stroll in but, the park. But it's just, it's it's so funny. I do have one friend who's a Jets fan, but it's so funny because a pick six, a 99-yard pick six takes so long to happen that there's just so much time for you as a fan or you as a quarterback to really let it sink in as it's happening. <laughs> like, you're going through at least three stages of grief in the middle of the play. You know what I mean? What was the score at halftime for you to feel necessary to throw a Hail Mary? Uh, I think they were kind of in the game at that point. I want to say it was remember. 10 to 6 or something, like, or 10 to 3 maybe or something. Where'd they throw it from? Like their own 40 or something? Yeah, like, oh, this, I'm sorry. It wasn't on Thanksgiving. It was on Black Friday. It was, okay. I forgot. It was. Yeah, the, they, it was y'all like know the story hour. behind this, right? Yes. Yeah, they were on the 50. Uh, the, yeah, they, it was still competitive. They ended up lo- it was to, It was to the Dolphins, John. They lost. Okay. Uh, the okay. Dolphins beat them 34 to 13. So there you go. Your Dolphins got the funniest play of all time. As a touchdown. <laughs> so. Yeah, and uh, Amazon has a game on Black Friday because they paid $100 million just to keep more people at home to shop online on Black Friday. Like, that's like that's the level of capitalism we've ascended to. The government country. need to go ahead and break that shit up, bro. <laughs> Whatever they got to do, it's time, man. Step in. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it might be. It's a, like we've been talking about the social media. It might be, it might be past time. I don't know that the government. I, I don't know what with. the government would do if Amazon just said no. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> around, got an army, nigga. Like, we don't yeah. know what he got. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. uh, We had some painting done. We're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all saw uh, also over our break, um, Scott Foster ejected uh, Chris Paul from his 77th NBA basketball game or whatever it is. Why is this a storyline that is allowed to continue like what do you know what i mean like why is it a recurring theme that we're gonna have a scott foster chris paul ejection over nonsense like is it because the nba doesn't want to acknowledge that it's an issue it just feels like insane to me that this dude it still has the ability to eject chris paul from nba games i truly don't understand it 
I don't know. It's it just feels like that dude just moves however the fuck he wants. I'm talking about Scott Foster, right? And because he knows nothing is gonna happen to him. And it's just like you really have to legitimately question, like, does this dude know where the bodies are buried or some shit? Because he was caught up in that Donahue shit, right? Like, like there are records that him and Donahue had direct communications before certain games that came under They're question. They're close friends. Yeah, yeah, right. And Dot, of course, Donahue will never referee again. But Scott Foster's he's still here, going strong, still doing this shit, still ejecting motherfuckers like this. Like, you know, like I said, it really makes you wonder if we really got the full scope of how corrupt refereeing might have been with that Donahue shit, man. And if he didn't referee Chris Paul anymore and re- or ref in Chris Paul games anymore, like it was, it's not like we notice. It's not like they'd admit to like him being not liking Chris Paul and changing games and the reason why Chris Paul's right. winning percentage is low. You know, it, it's damn near zero right. when, when Scott Foster is refing. It's not you know it's not like we notice that shit. So it really be, would be easy for them to just pay attention to it. But it, it's kind of wild. The only time I notice it is when he ejects Chris Paul. Right, it just right. happens regularly enough that I think about it from time to time. I think about that, that <laughs> yeah. little baby tea he gave him all the time. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. Players, That's the pettiest, like, ooh, bitch, I got yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, take that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would have me pissed, bro. <laughs> uh, I think you both tweeted about it, but you say he had the he had the all black hokas on. Very different, like the, di- very different uh, angles. Macau Bridges, Macau Bridges quote tweeted that shit and told and added CB3 and told him you ain't have a chance. <laughs> like, <laughs> All black hocus, like that is just a an insane synergy of of energies, dog. Like, bro, you're gonna be yeah, comfortable right. being on some fuck shit. Like, that's basically no, they, what they, that yeah. means. They might be grimier than all black right? forces because you're, you're, hocus don't come at all. They come in seafoam listen, orange and l- shit. Listen, like. bro, you can't wear you can't wear uh, low forces, but so long because them motherfuckers have no support. This is a straight up soul. If you are posting up in some all in the in the hoka version. Of all black forces, you say you gonna be on some fuck shit for a minute, bro. It's time to get comfortable, right? <laughs> like he sent a message with the motherfuckers, dog. <laughs> My hokers are all black. See, <laughs> God bless, John. Where I, I, all, I, black, I, all black boys. I don't. Th- I think I've only ever seen him in like teal and pink and orange. I don't even think I've ever seen a like all white or all black hokers. That's crazy. I mean, the thing is, like. If I'm going to get hocus, my perspective, right? I only wear them when I'm on a treadmill, right? And I'm not trying to draw attention with no teal ass shoe. Like, look at me, old. You know what I mean? I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to, you know, advertise my bad knees. You feel me? Like, so I just got the little subtle all black joints. You know what I mean? That's my thinking. Um, also, over the break. Uh, Kawhi Leonard made uh, yet another return to San Antonio. As usual, he was uh, loudly booed by Spurs fans. Not as usual, Greg Popovich uh, <laughs> angrily stormed uh, down the, the scorer's table, grabbed the PA mic, and said, let's let these guys focus on basketball. We're better than that. To which the crowd booed uh, twice <laughs> as loud. Uh, gentlemen, if you were Spurs fans... How would you have responded to legendary head coach Greg Popovich, um, you know, tisk tisking you over the PA mic? Bro, uh, for one, if I were there, I don't think I'd have been booing Kawhi, right? Like, like you know, I have no gripe with yeah. Kawhi. I, and, you know, it's a very complicated split those him and that franchise had. So I, I understand the bad feelings on whatever side, but I wouldn't have booed Kawhi. But as soon as Pop said that shit out of boot pop, I would have I would have been one of the voices joining in on that chorus of booze that rained down on him after that. Because bro, it's like, you know, you you can't tell fucking, you know, hardworking people who spent money to be there, you know, how how they can react Not to Not to be haters. You, yeah, how how they can, they you know, react to, to other adults, <laughs> you know, who are being paid to be there too. Nah. All that shit goes out the window. That was some AAU shit. Like I understand not booing kids, you know, for sure. But nah. NBA players can get booed, dog. They'll be okay. Pop is a, maybe the most respected man in that city, but that's how ridiculous what he did was. <laughs> Would they even boo the shit out of his ass? Because who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, we love you, but you you know what I'm saying? That's a step too far, you feel me? And they supposed to boo his ass. That's crazy. We, uh, we had the, the same night, actually, and uh, I apologize, this is not on the rundown, but we uh, we also had Steve Kerr the same night complaining that the uh, music was too loud 
Um, and I believe he was, I believe the Warriors were in Phoenix, but he was like, it's like a Miami nightclub in there. Can we just play basketball? Get that massive hocus, man. <laughs> hey, that, that's, that's Hoka talk. It's Hoka time, Steve. That's, Get that guy, dog. That, that's that's low-key racist as hell because he was just like, you know, Miami has Cubans and like Phoenix has Mexicans. And he was like, the Miami bar? Like, it's like, oh, this, this is some Mexican music. <laughs> He's like, this is some Cuban. Mexican These Mexicans music. are playing Cuban music all the time. <laughs> Like, God damn. Come on, Steve. What the fuck? That's funny. Uh, well, speaking of racism, uh, we did yes. have uh, one Love clearly documented case of uh, racial discrimination, which was that uh, white billionaire uh, NFL owner Jim Ursay, uh, owner of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, said on television that the reason he was pulled over and arrested on a DUI was because he was discriminated against for being a white billionaire. That's his words. He said it was because I was a white because I'm white and a billionaire. Uh to which uh the interviewer said, "You know how that's going to sound." And he said, "It I don't care how it sounds. It's the truth." So The fuck? Your thoughts? I'm I'm genuinely curious. Is is reverse racism having a moment here? Is Jim Ursay trying to make himself the fucking poster child for white people having so hard in America? That man said, "I am discriminated for being this and this," and then named the two factors that that will get you out of being discriminated against. Like, like if you're white, you will bypass discrimination. If you're a fucking, if you're rich, you will bypass discrimination. He said he was being discriminated against because of those two things. It was the wildest shit. And then he was like my black mother, Dorothy. And he brought up pictures of his nanny. Like, bro, how does that help your case? You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus Christ. John dude. didn't know that. John didn't know. I didn't that. know he. there was a nanny that he was talking about when he was talk, talking about his mother. Yeah. yeah he, black mother. Black, black mother, mother Dorothy. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Bro, that is the richest shit anybody's ever said. Is that, you know, like, you have to, he was so rich that he thought the impossible was possible. It is literally impossible for that to happen. For you to be discriminated against for being a billionaire in white. That has literally never happened. It will never happen. You know, but he's so, you know, disassociated from everything because he's so rich that he he spoke to that. It's crazy. That's how rich he is. And he told my black nanny, my, who <laughs> living, my black living nanny mother. <laughs> what the fuck is, bro? This man is a caricature, a caricature of a white billionaire, dog. Crazy. He's also a, like a massive cokehead, allegedly. You know, I, but like. <laughs> that, and probably I, I, that, that probably, you know, that, yeah, yeah, that in there. Might have factored in. A little, little seasoning. <laughs> I, will, uh, I, I will say. Uh, I do think this is proof because Jim Ursay has one of the most unhinged uh, Twitter accounts you could imagine for a person uh, of his wealth. And I do think this is proof that he is really on Twitter probably all the time because that's the only place in the world where white billionaires are not popular. And so if he's feeling <laughs> if he's feeling like the world is against white billionaires, it can only be coming from being on Twitter. That's real shit. <laughs> bro, bro. And, and the motherfuckers like like one of the things in, in that traffic stop where he got his you was he had 30,000 in cash. Right. And he brought that shit up. He was like, and you, you're getting on me for having thirty thousand dollars. That's jump change to me. I give that out to homeless people on the streets. Like, they mad because I'm styling on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Niggas mad because I was flexing, nigga. <laughs> Bro, right. bitch, thirty thousand dollars. I got thirty k in 30, my pocket, nigga. You ride around with that as as the equivalent of the change and the dollar bills we keep in our console in case we meet a homeless person at a stoplight. That's wild as fuck. Thirty thousand dollars, dog. He said he got discriminated on because he rich. As fuck, no, that's crazy. That's crazy. That need, I had that's a rapper on me and they hated bro. on me. Yeah, right? that, that, that's some Rick Ross shit, bro. Bro, that's a, that is some Rick Ross shit. Like, like cops pulled me over because I was in a Maserati. That's some right. shit like that. Right, but Rick Ross like a is drug black, dealer. sir. Rick Ross is black. It's understandable <laughs> for him to get discriminated against. Jesus Christ. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Um. I don't know what's a crazier quote, the Jim Ursay quote or Chet Holmgren talking about uh, Kevin bleep, blur, bleep, 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 <laughs> shooting 54% from, uh, from three this season, uh, to which he said 54 from Trey ball is Odie shooting hang pulls. Jesus Christ. 
what fucking AI model created that statement? We need a need a need a legend, a key to figure out what the fuck you talking about, bro. Chat GPT ass shit, man. The last part, bro. The what? What what was the last part? OD shooting hang poles. Shooting hang poles, nigga. Did you glitch? Bro, <laughs> recalibrate this motherfucking robot, bro. <laughs> oh, does anybody know what it means? I think he, I don't even think like that's him being young. I think he just fucked up whatever he's trying to say. I can't imagine that meaning anything. Maybe that's how I'm that old. Where that is, where I you're just can't imagine that, that actually meaning something to anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Crazy. Uh, yeah, it is. It, it did mean something. Which does just mean did people say it meaning something? Did anybody on? Did you see anybody? Uh, Maybe a, a youth. A hang respond? pull in youth parlance is, uh, I believe, like a specific sort of a hesitation three, like a you know, like a, a not a step back, but a like a hang pull or a hang pole. pole. Like you, like oh, so it's like you just it's a, it's a hezzy pull. Yes. Okay. That that kind of makes. I, 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 and I guess okay. if you were. Th- 30 years older than us, you saying hezzy might sound to us like Odie. Hang yeah, pool. yeah. Odie hang pool. Okay, that, 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 the hang pool. Jackson the hang is what got me. The hang, is, disgust the right hang made it sound like. I'm not, I, it was also confusing to me. I was, I, I was still yeah. trying to like play detective on what Chet Holmgren was saying. Maybe that's a technical term. Maybe he's on the other side with it. Maybe like Maybe hang pool is what some animal, like yeah. the coaches use. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like the, the 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 trainers use. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. It was just it was just like a very confusing moment because it's like, okay, is this a moment where I'm really old and out of touch? But then it's like or you is know, he just white. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or is he just <laughs> white? Because because if Ant said that, like if Ant were said, I'm like, goddamn. Well, that's it. Bro, right. You know, <laughs> I'm out of, it's over for me. The times have passed me it by. Was, it was funny. Well, yeah, I will it. never understand young people again. But coming from a white guy, it's like, hold on a minute. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Wow, Jim Irsay was right again. Um, <laughs> the discrimination. I, just, I think I think Hank Pool is something like Drew Hanlon would tell tell the people that you know what I'm saying he's he's coaching. You, that, you know, I don't think. Yeah. I don't know if they're saying Hank Pools in 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 2K on, on the street. You feel me? Like, I, I can't, that's a crazy Hank Pool there, brother. I just don't. I just don't. No one talks brother, like that. I refuse to believe I, that any I, I human being talks just like can't. that. Okay, Hezzy pull sounds better, but that could be my old ears. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it is. I don't know. It could be. Um, I'm stalling because I'm still scrolling. Uh, Tyler, Tyler, you tweet a lot, bro. Um, you've never heard that before. <laughs> I'm, sc- I've been sc- I'm scrolling, looking for Tyler's super insightful analysis of the American economy. Oh, uh, bro, you're which, talking about bro that the last shit. I'm Tyler. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, but I've, I I, I go, thought go it ahead, was more ahead. I thought it was more recent than it is, and I want to read it. I, I, I retweeted it, so you can probably that's probably the fourth oh, yeah, thing that I retweeted. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think I've tweeted since. since. <laughs> Might have tweeted yeah. once this week, my boy. Yeah, yeah. Man, I can't believe I'm here, man. <laughs> I can't believe I'm the nigga that don't use that. <laughs> Damn, that made me feel old as hell, low key. Sheesh. <clears throat> Do you I see it? A, you find it? You find I it? A, I am in a good. I am in a good. All right, bro. Let me let me do my thing. Let me do my thing. I can. I can I, John is. I don't know if anyone else is having this issue. John is shadow banned as fuck, bro. I have to yeah. type the full LeJethro Jenkins in. I can't tag him in photos. John, yeah. what, really? What you do, John? Do you put your like, ultra private? You stop like, tweeting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, shadow, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might have been it. I mean, here I still is. get here. Here, people here still, resp- <laughs> still respond and engage when okay, I tweet. Though, I got, I got it. Oh, okay. Um, so, so uh, someone had tweeted, "Never ask a college is a scam." Mf, what they majored in, <laughs> which is like a total. So someone tweets that four hundred times a day, mm. and this one happened to come across uh, Tyler's desk, and so he quote tweeted it and said. STEM grads are growing at a rapid rate because kids know that's where the money is. Eventually, salaries for positions in those fields will see stagnation too in an employer-friendly market, meaning that there's more and more STEM grads. Classism is laughing at how capitalism eats others while not realizing you're on the menu next. The tweet after that was crazy, though, too. 
He said, and he might be reading this, thinking this is only a battle new grads will have to fight amongst themselves. Oh, no. And I love, by the way, being friends with Tyler in real life because I can read his tweets in his voice. (laughs) Oh, no. Say you're making 200,000 as an engineer in 2033, you get laid off. Your job is then filled for 100,000 by a chronically underpaid 2025 grad. Layoffs are a market reset. Yeah, Yeah, bro. Yeah, I I just, you know, I... The, you know, of course, I hate classism more, you know, just flat out point blank period. But I I just don't understand why you if you're seeing the way that, you know, the job market is right now, why you are picking this moment of all times to job shame people to major shame people. Because like I said, bro, the tides are turning and like, you know, we know the implication there was like that was a STEM grad who was like, you know, getting on people graduated with BA. Trying to drag oh, you're up. a philosophy right? major. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And you wonder why you broke. Right. Yeah. right. And, and bro. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, the tide is turning now where eventually, you know, BS's are, are, are they're going to be devalued a bit, too. You know what I mean? Because like I said, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a recruiter. I'm in the field. I see this shit happen all the time. Um, basically, like 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 what's happening now is kids know that if you're a STEM grad, that's where the money is. You you, you get that job. You, you know, you get that uh, diploma uh, the degree. You've got a probably a guaranteed job making a lot of money now. And a lot of kids are flocking to that shit like STEM grads have yeah. incrementally grown over the years. And the, kid, gonna, the kids at the kids elementary school pushes that they have like a steam emphasis like mm-hmm. you know what i mean that they have like an extra science teacher and shit yeah it's yeah. very very popular among people who are thinking about what their kids are going to do for a living when they're five years old yeah and, and, and like i said eventually there's going to come a time where you know the the professions in those fields become employer friendly because there's going to be such an influx of graduates there right and and then, you know, of once once, you know, things get friendly for employers, that's when wages stagnate. That's when, you know, people get underpaid, people get chronically underpaid, which is why I said that this isn't just a battle that new grads are going to be fighting. This is a battle that senior and tenured employees are going to be battling in, in years to come when when people when, you know, these employers are trying to cut costs and they know that, OK, this grad that graduated eight years ago is has eight years of experience in this in the same, you know, technologies that that this senior person has where they've got just 10 because this is a new technology that just came out and so you know everyone's kind of starting from ground zero regardless of how many years of experience you have in this shit and and like i said those massive layoffs happen and that's just a market reset that's when 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 wages get you you know if if there was like a if shit went friendlier for job seekers you know layoffs like that they reset the market to kind of level shit out so so that my whole thing there like i usually don't respond to tweets like that but i was just like bro like how can you tweet that now and not see the writing on the wall? That was my whole What's, thing there. Reading that tweet, I actually thought this nigga could have been president. No, you could you could you talking about Scott Foster on some, you know he on some bullshit. You give him barbecue, you know what I'm saying, shit over here, and then you become Alan Greenspan and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the next bro, like, I could see you, you know, like you you got you got the brain that is, you know intelligent enough in so many different things and also relatable enough that could you know allow you that's i mean that's that's why we loved obama because obama was brilliant but he was also relatable as shit you know what i'm saying i'm he like smoked bro, newports and shit you know bro I'm, he, he was a he, <laughs> hey obama was a nigga dog you feel me like that's that's what he was you feel me so like bro i'm like dude i read it up the the last line talking about classism and capitalism the, I mean, just to to break it down and in and hit us with that damn banger, bro. Man, you, I mean, like, you you made the pen do backflips, my boy. You know, congrats <laughs> to you. Kudos to you, man. Here are your flowers, man. That was beautiful. That was salute. beautiful. Salute, salute, salute. Uh, what it made me think of, too, is, and for those of you who are STEM grads listening to this and going, oh, but technology will continue developing. This will never happen to us, whatever. My mom was a, a psychology major when she graduated college in the early 70s. And she told me she was uh, headhunted by Transamerica as a, like an insurance company. She got offered a hundred twenty thousand dollar a year job, like walking across the stage with a diploma, because that's how much liberal arts majors were in demand in the early seventies. You know what I mean? So that reset comes for everybody. Yes. And it totally had not occurred to me like that until Tyler put it that way. Yeah, so like like I, I think that's a common misconception is that the tech field is like reset free. And that's just not the case because look at the market bubble. Yeah. Look at the market bubble popping on it. Like, yeah. And I'll explain it to you like this, like 
And a, a software developer with about 10 years of experience is probably just as or even more qualified than a software developer with like 30 years of experience. Reason being is that software developer who had 30 years of experience, he's got a lot of shit that's been phased out on his resume. Mm-hmm. That software developer with 10 years of experience doesn't. He is current mm-hmm. as fuck, right? Like, so so, so, th- so that's my whole thing is like in tech, seniority isn't going to save you. How current is your skill set is what's going to save you. And that's not fun. As yeah, someone who really works, for, works for newspapers, it's not, that's not a fun industry to be in because I tell you what, you're going to turn 40 one day and you are going to rather take your kids for a walk in the park than learn about whatever the new fucking programming language is. <laughs> I <laughs> promise you that shit is mm-hmm. coming for you too. All right. Uh, let's close with uh, Dookie Butt of the Week. If AI doesn't get to you first, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's close with Dookie Butt of the Week. Um, I have uh, an interesting one. You guys probably uh, know this. I think I had seen some stuff about it, but, but it was uh, I was reminded of it because I covered a Long Beach State women's volleyball match over the weekend where the opposing team had a uh, Brianna McKnight. And, you know, if you cover sports and stuff, you see a female version of a male name, and you assume that the, you know, the dad's name is Brian. So, oh, I wonder if that's Brian McKnight's uh, daughter. So other Tyler, 562 Tyler and I, we're Googling it. Yes, this is the daughter of Brian McKnight, but there are TMZ articles about her being estranged from her father because of all kinds of crazy shit that he was doing. And it led me to seeing, did you guys know that Brian McKnight recently changed his name because he has disowned his previous kids. So he he changed his his middle name so that his second son that he's naming Brian McKnight Jr. would be the only one who has his exact name. That's the craziest That's, shit. Wow, he's singing all I've these ever heard songs of, and being an absolute devil in the, in real life. This is crazy to me, bro. You can't revoke a junior. No, no, I think part of the story was he hit up his son to ask his son to change his name, and his son wouldn't change his name, so he changed his own name. Yeah. How like, cra- that's that's truly that's, one of the craziest things I've ever heard of. That's devil. Doing. That's devil shit for sure, bro. Yeah. And it's wild because yeah. because when he like we loved McKnight's music in the nineties, but he was kind of like the safer R and B type dude, right? Like like he wasn't like the over the top sexy Jodeci or whatever. You know, he was kind of like you know office waiting music R and B that we fucked with. You feel me? And he's the wildest motherfucker out of all of them. It's wild. It's crazy to see. Yeah, Tyler, you're Dookie Butt of the Week. Um, I'm going with, with Ryan Day, man, um, the Ohio State football head coach. <laughs> I'm going with him just because he didn't beat Michigan and give us some more fucking post-game footage with that coach, bro. I wanted to see that dude cry again, man, and he, like, took that from us. <laughs> like, like I and, and, you know, I, um, I'm not a college football fanatic, but, you know, Ohio State fans are like, bro, this is what Ryan Day does. He shits the bed in big games all the time. He doesn't play aggressive enough. And I'm like, bro, you had the one time where you could have, like, fucking, you know, given the people what we wanted with with another emotional post-game conference from this dude, and he didn't give it to us, so. And he also looks like a uh, like a second-in-command in Red Dead Redemption or something. Like, the way he dressed, <laughs> that was the ugliest-looking suit. <laughs> like, that shit is embarrassing, bro. And you gotta like, there's, there's a, you know, I understand people modifying their bodies, dyeing their hair, all this other stuff. You know, everyone want everyone to look the way they want to look, et cetera, et cetera. But the old red face, white dude, dyeing his hair and beard black, it just, it never looks good. And I never understand it. And, uh, he is a hallmark example of like, it just looks like he took, looks like he honestly took some of the, <laughs> some of the Kansas city Chiefs fans. <laughs> Look like a Supply. out there. Just rub like. that shit into his beard, dog. <laughs> uh, Jackson, you're Dookie Butt of the Week. This feels like it was a long time ago, but it was this past week. My Dookie Butt of the Week is Mike Gardabasio. Ooh. Oh, my Dookie Butt of the Week is Mike Gardabasio because he... What happened? Th- I, had a, I, had a, I, had a fe- I had a feeling... He I was thought he... He he poked the typing bear and thought he could. Oh, he thought he could no. outtype me. He he thought he could outtype oh, me with extreme confidence. He thought he could outtype me like a dad playing with his kid in like basketball in the in the living room. And little did he know. <laughs> and I tried to back him down, and he pulled the chair out from under me, and I popped both Achilles. <laughs> we got to tell him what happened, though. 
he hit the old nigga group chat, like, <laughs> which, which, which is damn near dead. I, 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 I want you to know I'm Come hurt. On, I'm hurt. I'm hurt that you've revoked the privacy of the <laughs> old dude hey, group I, chat I got for this. Sorry. That shit, that, we never use that shit. We I, I was gonna we were gonna talk about prostate health in that group we, chat. We, 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 we use it a little, we, we do that a little bit, you feel me? But bruh, the old and, and was like, yo. I'm finna show him what time it is. <laughs> he sent us a picture of like 106 words from me. I'm like, damn, Mike, you finna kill him, nigga. I would have bet, I would have bet the house on, on Guardian when I saw 106. I'm like, there isn't a human alive. It turns out Jackson is not human. <laughs> <laughs> Barely human. He's a demigod when it comes to damn typing, bro. 116 words per minute. Un insane. I That's literally, wild. bro. I, it, it felt like I, I felt like I felt aged out. I felt I felt I felt I, I put my phone out. I was literally scared. It was pr probably like how how like you know what I'm saying people saw like that worked in factories saw like when they rolled the big ass machine in there to do their job for them. Like that's I was like, am I supposed to outpick that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you feel me? I, I, I'm supposed to put the tops on the Campbell cans faster than that motherfucker. Like, that's how I felt when I saw that. It was frightening seeing 116 words. You just compared Jackson to a cotton gin. I didn't want to say cotton gin, bro. Yeah. No, that, that's, we, just, we weren't getting paid to do that shit. You know what I mean? okay. That's why I switched to the Campbell shit, but I already had taken a step in the wrong. Connected. You know what I mean? I jab stepped the wrong place and try to make up for it and tore my ACL because I'm old as hell. But 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 yeah, man. She's crazy, crazy, crazy. We we may or may not be attempting to do uh, a live type off on live stream oh, we, on the YouTube we, channel. We, we need Another to. reason to subscribe to the Jenkins and Jones yeah. YouTube channel, but uh, YouTube.com/slash Jenkins and Jones. No, we Jenkins need, and Jones. We we yeah, at Jenkins and Jones and we need we need to do that because we need to on the typing thing we did there was a um an easy test which I think you would have beat me on a medium test which you beat me on but but we had the we had the same score on the hard test you correct? beat me you barely you barely beat me on the hard test by one by one, one word, word per minute oh one I beat him. oh I thought it was tied I thought it was tied exactly you, okay. he was like ninety five or ninety six and you were one up one up like ninety seven okay. something like that yeah yeah I've literally been altering the way I type. Like we talked about this, like when I, I type in Google Docs or, or Microsoft Word and I type like a like a second grader because it autocorrects everything. So I never put apostrophes in contractions. I don't capitalize word like letters at the start of sentences because it just does all that automatically. So I'm trying to be more like I'm you in the gym. Be, I'm trying You're to be back in the gym. <laughs> John, what's you the get, uh, what's the golf saying? It's played as it lies. Is that, is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, you got to play what's in front of you. Yeah, I'm not a golf guy, bro. I'm like, you know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He's not familiar. Not familiar. It sucks, but I want you to know, Jackson, that it's it, it it's the highest compliment I could pay you is that I'm trying to be better because my every fiber of my being is screaming. Put the Uno reverse card down and make fun of him for winning a typing contest. Right. You know what Reasonable. I mean? And I'm resisting the urge. I'm resisting the urge to do that. Reasonable. So, John, your Dookie Butt of the Week. My dookie butt of the week is Black Friday, bro. That shit is over with. <laughs> Cancel, bro. Yeah, yeah. It didn't even feel like Friday. It felt like Sunday for every second or every <laughs> every moment of that day, bro. Black Friday is over with, dog. That was the wackest Black Friday <laughs> in history, bro. Horrible. They, did you see? I, I think it, I don't know if this was a meme or not, but they showed the people opening up the door, and one motherfucker <laughs> yeah. walked in hella calmly. Like they, they opened it up like it was like swaths of people outside waiting to storm inside and grab that fucking <laughs> that whatever, whatever. The, that the, high the Westinghouse sixty the, inch, that TCL fucking sixty inch television, and that motherfucker walked his ass in there with his motherfucking bubble coat on. <laughs> Yeah. Calm as hell, bro. That shit was weak, bro. Yeah, basically, Terrible. basically, you know, um, online shopping and our shitty ass economy just kind of killed that shit, bro. Like it's just, bro. For one, you can just do your shit online and shop. Like no one is going in person anymore to these fucking like motherfuckers used to wait outside camp. <laughs> you used to camp, camp outside on camp. cold ass on November nights, bro. In fucking twenty degree weather to, to, to go in on Black Friday at twelve a.m. and get like deals and shit. It I have friends so who they, they would they would they would have Thanksgiving dinner at one o'clock so that grandma could go wait at Best Buy, bro. That's it got that was so like popping. That Best Buy was opening up at nine p.m. and eight p.m. on Thanksgiving night because it was in such demand. 
And bro, now you gotta you gotta pay a nigga to leave their house to come see your little dry ass. Have y'all been in a Best Buy lately? It's the saddest <laughs> shit it's ever. Saddest. Bro, it's worse than the libraries. That's what <laughs> You feel me? And the libraries, bro, the libraries is nasty work, bro. We need to do, we need to save the libraries. We need to start something, man, because it's horrible. But man, John, John and I were texting at like 10 o'clock on his birthday about how sad the situation Losing is libraries with just like public health and everything. But uh, yeah, Best Buy, it's like going inside the cocoon of a, you know, uh, of the, the bantha that you sleep in to stay warm or something like there's just... Nothing left. They said they're going to stop selling physical media there in 2024, too. Like, they're not going to have any video games, CDs, DVDs, because no they one's buying them. I mean, if we keep it in a book, like, they should have been stopped. Who the fuck has a physical anything when it comes to media? You know what I mean? Like, we, the games, you get them, you, you download them on your joint. You feel me? Like, nobody's doing that. So, like, they, 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 there's, it's crazy for us to hear that, but this is also why they're so fucking trash because they're just now doing it. Bro, you should have yeah. did that like four or five years ago. But what are they going to put in place of it? Nigga, nothing. Another fucking Westinghouse television. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I it is it is the um it is the ultimate sign that like we're overly attached. Like all human beings, one common flaw of the human brain is that we're all overly attached to our memories and like personal experience. Because all the tweets about Black Friday being over, like. They like legit made me sad, and I was like agreeing with the people who were. And like, I never even fought with Black Friday, and it still made me sad. Like I ever, never cared, didn't go to ever. one. But I you know enjoyed I mean? seeing people trampling each other to get tickle me Elmos twelve Banging hours it after, out. twelve hours after doing a prayer over their dinner about <laughs> being grateful for the things that truly matter. Like, <laughs> where's the juxtaposition? You know what I mean. <laughs> I saw somebody, you know how when people like will post something soft and they be like, we used to sell drugs. Like, what's wrong with us? You know what I mean? I saw like somebody like, we used to fight. You know, like making fun of Black Friday. Like, we used to beat each other's ass over this. Now look at the Black Friday. You know, we losing recipes. That we used to sell drugs is great. Somebody, somebody took it a little step further. We used to sell crack. <laughs> <laughs> he basically called that nigga a whole bitch. Did y'all see that Chris Crack has been referring to his fans as crackheads? I fuck with it. I love it. <laughs> I, yeah. What a what an angel. What a perfect human being. Imagine, imagine <laughs> taking yourself seriously if you appreciate Chris Crack's music, right? Like, <laughs> like it, there, there's just no way that happens, dude. No way. Yes, 100%. All right, that's all the time we got. We'll be back on Thursday with another episode and then Saturday. As well, make sure you're subscribed to youtube.com slash at Jenkins and Jones. You can see full episodes, every episode. You can see clips. And like we uh, mentioned with the typing test, I also want to, we'll have some YouTube exclusive stuff. I also want to drive up to LA and film the, the long awaited horse match between John and Jackson. I got a, I got, I got a location. I'm leaving oh, the library because I'm holding down, you know what I'm saying, for the, for, the, for the real ones, you feel me? Yeah. There's a gym, there's a, there's a court outside. And it had the double rims and all that, bro. Let's go ahead. Let's play the guys. Let's play it on. Oh, look at Joe Jackson. Are you a friend? Bro, quit being oh, nasty, bro. Oh, wow. Hey, just, just, just lick your finger and test the win, bro. You know what I mean? We'll buy it. You know, real shooters can shoot indoors wow. and outdoors, baby. You Tyler, <laughs> did you see the bougiest face possible bro, that is, from that, that, this, this is a person that grew up privileged, bro. Because yeah. all I did was play outside. I had to get used to the indoor rims during the season because I was scooping outdoors during all we had season. A, we had an optional <laughs> practice with our basketball team, my coach, at the park today. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. I shouldn't like, have called we, out Mike. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker like outdoors. Outdoors. <laughs> Ugh, double rim. Right, right. I thought we were gonna do it at Staples Center. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it wherever you want. Right. Wherever you like. That's all the time we got. We'll be back on Thursday. Hope everyone's week goes well. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 volume it's freddie prince jr and jeff died back in the ring wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season hey jeff 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.